ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهديه الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد so carrying on with this series where we've been looking at some of the stories from the lives of the prophets and messengers. We mentioned some of the prophets and messengers previously and now we're looking at the seerah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Yesterday we mentioned about how the revelation first began. When and how the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam actually became a prophet how that revelation first began today then we'll have a look at another story from the seerah of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and it's the story about or it is the story narrated about a particular incident and there is some dispute regarding the authenticity of certain aspects of this incident. But it is the incident where the mushrikun prostrated with the Prophet ﷺ when he was reading the Qur'an and came to one of the places of prostration. In the Qur'an, you know, there are certain places where... In the recitation, you come to it and you prostrate at those certain places. So it's mentioned in this particular incident that the Prophet ﷺ was reciting the Qur'an and he got to a particular place where one of those prostrations occurs and the mushrikun, they all prostrated along with him. So what is this particular story and what happened? It is on one occasion when the Prophet ﷺ was reciting Surah An-Najm. And when he got to the statement, Have you seen? Allat. <coughs> And Al-Uzza wa Manata Thalitha Al-Ukhra and Manat the other one. Allat Al-Uzza Manat. These are mentioned in the Quran and they are names of famous idols the Mushrikun used to have. From the biggest of the idols that they used to worship. Allah wa Al-Uzza wa Manat. So they are mentioned in the Quran. When the Prophet ﷺ got to this ayah and he was reciting, When he got to that part and the mushrikun were around him, they were close by in proximity. He was at the Kaaba reciting and they were close by in proximity. They could hear his recitation. When he got to that bit, it is mentioned that the shaitan came and uttered some words. And the mushrikeen around thought 
It was from the recitation of the Prophet But it was the shaitan who had said these extra words. And everybody listening had thought that these extra words were just part of the recitation of the Prophet What were the extra words? When the Prophet got to the mentioning of the idols, the shaitan came and added tilkal gharaniqul ula wa inna shafa'atahunna laturtaja that they are the big gods and their intercession should be sought their intercession should be sought so now the mushrikeen when they heard this they thought that finally the Prophet ﷺ has conceded and accepted that these idols of the mushrikeen, you can go and seek intercession from them. They were listening, they were there, hearing his recitation. He got to the part about the names of the idols. Then the shaitan added some words and everybody listening just thought, they were still hearing the recitation of the Prophet ﷺ. But these extra words were not from the recitation of the Prophet ﷺ. These extra words go and seek intercession from them. So intercession should be sought from them. That was not from the recitation of the Prophet ﷺ. But they thought it was. So they became overjoyed. They said, that's it. That is all we've ever been saying to you. That is all we have ever said. That is what our position has been. That we can seek intercession from these idols. As they used to say, we don't worship them except for them to bring us closer to Allah. These are our intercessors with Allah. So when they thought they heard the Prophet ﷺ affirming that you can go and do intercession with them, it's okay. They became overjoyed. They became happy at this. So then as the Prophet ﷺ carried on reciting and he came to the section afterwards where there's a prostration. Now when he prostrated all of the mushrikun due to being overjoyed in thinking that the Prophet is now agreeing with them about the idols and intercession, when he got to the prostration part in their joy, they prostrated with him. They all prostrated with him. So then news spread about this incident. And at that time, it was the time when the first hijrah had already been made. The first hijrah had already been made to Habasha. So news spread that the mushrikun of Mecca have all become Muslims. News spread that they were all prostrating along with the Prophet ﷺ. So news spread that they've all become Muslim. 
So those who were in Habasha, when news came to them, they returned. They came back thinking that this news is legitimate and that all of them have now become Muslim. They were all prostrating with the Prophet ﷺ. So then, when this incident became known to the Prophet ﷺ, then he knew, of course, that he had not said that. And he became saddened that this is what was perceived and this is what the shaitan had whispered into the words thinking or allowing the people to think that he was supporting the worship of those idols. As Shaykh Al-Fawzan Hafizahullah mentions here that لَمَّا قَرَأَ الرَّسُولُ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ هَذِهِ أَلْقَى الشَّيْطَانِ a sawtu shaytan bi kalimatin dassaha fi tilawati nabi sallam. So the shaytan had entered those extra words into the recitation of the Prophet So the mushrikun thought he was now defending them. And so later on when the Prophet got to the ayah fasjudu lillahi wa'abudu the prostration occurred the Muslims prostrated, but all of the Mushrikun prostrated also. So then the news spread that a covenant, a treaty, a peace has been made, and that the Mushrikun are okay now, and the Prophet is okay with them, and he has affirmed their worship of the idols and seeking intercession from them. This is what began to spread, and when this spread, the Muhajirun fi ardil Habasha min al Muslimin, they began returning. Adu min al Habasha. But when they arrived in Mecca, then they realized it was not as they had heard. The Mushrikun had not uh, become Muslims. Neither had they made any peace treaty with the Muslims. That was not what had occurred. So when they came back, they realized that this is what the situation is. It was not as they thought. And the Mushrikun was still upon their enmity against the Muslims, against the Prophet ﷺ. Because the Prophet ﷺ had not said those words. And he made that clear to them that he is not upon that affirmation of the worship of the idols. So this is a narration that is mentioned. It is mentioned. However, some of the scholars, they do not accept the authenticity of that event. Other scholars, they do. They say this event occurred in that particular manner. When the Prophet ﷺ was reciting and everybody thought, he had recited words defending the idols, and then the mushrikeen therefore prostrated. It is mentioned that some scholars do not accept the validity and the authenticity of those narrations mentioning it, but other scholars do mention it as correct and acceptable. So that is one of the events that is mentioned by some of the scholars, which occurred during the time of the Prophet ﷺ, 
the point of that and the benefit you receive from that. The mushrikun thought that the Prophet ﷺ was affirming the permissibility of seeking intercession from others besides Allah. Clearly the Prophet ﷺ highlighted that he was not affirming that. Because that seeking intercession from others besides Allah as the people they do now, going to the graves of the dead and making dua, asking them take my dua to Allah, going to the grave of the Prophet wasallam now, going to his grave making dua, O Messenger of Allah, uh, make intercession for me, take my dua to Allah, I am in this need, I am in that need. All of this type of activity is against the essence of Tawheed. So the purpose of that narration, the scholars who mention it, is to highlight that the Prophet ﷺ did not affirm that. Rather, he opposed this seeking of intercession from the idols, from the deceased, from those in their graves. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah ta'ala mentioned that in the olden times, and perhaps to our time, in the olden times, the mushrikun, when they used to go to the graves, and they used to call upon the dead. Sometimes the spirits would rise up from the grave in the appearance of that dead person. His appearance, his spirit would rise up from the grave. And these mushrikun would be making dua and the spirit of that deceased individual would rise up and talk to them. And ask them, what is it that you require? What dua are you making? So they will talk to them and that spirit would go and attempt to fulfill that dua for them. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah said, these mushrikeen, when they used to see that happening, used to think, absolutely the intercession is true. We go to the graves and the spirits of these great imams come out. The spirits of these great people come out and talk to us and fulfill our du'as. The reality Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah mentioned is, that was not the spirits of the deceased, it was not the spirits of those great imams, it was not the spirits of the prophets and messengers they were going to. That was the jinn, the shayateen of the jinn, taking the appearance of the deceased, and then rising out of the grave, as if to pretend to be that deceased person. So the mushrikun making dua would think it is him. We recognize our great imam of the past. That is him. When in reality it was the shayateen of the jinn taking that appearance. And when they come out in that way and do that, the mushrikeen become more convinced what they are doing is correct. They become more convinced because now the spirits are coming out and talking to them of those pious people as they believe. And in reality, it is the shayateen of the jinn doing that on purpose to get them even more convinced and get them even more fixed on this shirk that they are upon. So that is the reality of it. That's why we'll briefly run off on tonight. Tomorrow, inshallah ta'ala, we'll carry on with another small event or story from the seerah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.